Welcome to one more episode Micro Podcast Digital Transformation Industry 4.0 and Emerging Technologies. I am Vijay Gurti and I am the host. With me is Raktim Singh. Raktim is a digital and wealth banking and also a thought leader and he uses digital to improve human life and transform business and finally an international toastmaster. Hey Raktim, uh, welcome to our Micro Podcast. Can you please introduce yourself to the audience? Thanks Vijay and uh, thanks for inviting me here i'm quite glad uh, joining on this platform so my name is raktim singh i have done my btech from iit bhu uh, i passed out in 1995 post that i have joined uh, infosys uh, finical the product group and uh, i will say i i am the little lucky that i have been in the product group for last 25 years so uh, developing new software products uh, that gives a different type of challenge and the learning so i will say i'm quite lucky to got that experience uh, worked in various domain mainly related to the banking suite of products Uh, as vijay you have said yeah i am an international toastmaster and i am connected uh, and a member of uh, india fintech group as well as bangalore fintech group so this is about me uh thanks rectum uh, yeah and good to know uh, so i know right see we we keep on talking and we keep on hearing about digital transformation and and can you demystify what is digital transformation yeah so you rightly said that there are, uh, maybe the joke was that if you ask 10 people about digital transformation you may get 12 answers so let me and i have uh, based on uh, what all my research as well as my work uh, i have arrived at a definition of it and i will say we should separate it out digital and transformation uh digital here i mean is the digital experience what you get uh what does digital experience means if we look at our life the things what we were doing has almost remains same so it means we are reading books we are watching movies we are ordering groceries and we are many things we are doing like that and vijay i am talking with you also at this moment you know but the how part how we are doing has got change so we are watching movies through netflix or amazon prime we are reading books through kindle we are ordering groceries i mean through amazon or flipkart and at the moment of course uh, you know we we are talking through this device and then i am hopefully reaching out to bigger audience through this platforms so this is the digital transformation according to me is there and uh, if to elaborate further i will say there are fan companies which i say the facebook amazon apple alphabet and netflix uh, i call them fan companies uh, facebook amazon alphabet apple they have mastered this art uh, or i will say they are the leaders and many others are now following that so they make sure that we get this experience so if i want to read a book or you know in the night also if i somebody tells me a good book title which i wanted to read or i wanted to watch a movie 
I don't have to go outside. I can download that movie on Netflix and immediately watch it. So what it means that the movie watching experience has literally come into my hand, into my device. I can watch that movie at any point of time, anywhere, at any platform. So that is the beauty of this digital experience. And when you are taking it to your business or in a personal life, you have to transform your business. And this is what these companies have done. They have transformed the business so that they you get this experience in your hand. The customer is, will not go out. Those experiences are coming to the customer. So this is what I call is the digital experience. And to transform your business, this is the digital transformation with it. Uh, fantastic, Raktim, right? I, I can hear from your words. So my next question is about, uh, uh, thanks for sharing what is digital transformation. So now we would like to hear from you, what are the pillars for digital transformation? Yeah. So um, Vijay, according to me, and I have formed the definition of which I call the asset formula. Uh, and uh, Vijay, just wanted to share on this, like I have written a book also uh, called Driving Digital Transformation and I have explained a lot uh, the what I have told here and what I'm going to tell also now. So at the moment, uh, remember the word acid, which the full form I will say is artificial intelligence, cloud, internet of the thing and data. So let me give a little uh, small, small example so that our audience can also get connected to it. We all know about data. We have heard of it. There are the structured data, unstructured data, what it means, data which can be stored into a database or the data like videos or uh, images or this podcast. So we can say now there are a lot many structured and unstructured data, billions of data is there. The key point to notice, though the data is there, this data should help you many times. First, it helps you in getting the information. That should lead you to get the insights and which should lead you to take action. So many times we hear the word that data is new oil, which is true. But if by the data, you are not able to take any action. So you have to work on that. And that is what the science behind the data science is. So first is, as I said, this is the data, which is one of the pillar is. Other, I will say again, the internet of the thing. And I rephrase it, I will say, it's like internet of everything. All our things are connected wherever the smart devices are there in your personal houses. Also, you may be having a smart light or you may have got Alexa or you may be talking through Siri. Uh, similarly, uh, in the manufacturing plant, power plants, they are putting the smart chips uh, in those devices by which data is transmitted. So if we think of, uh, let's say, a manufacturing plant or a mining plant, where earlier people used to go underground and put machine and do the work, and this was very dangerous, you know, and similarly, if machine breaks down, you don't know. Now, to internet of the thing, you can put those smart chips or you know those make those devices the smart devices that will give you data sitting in your 
city office and the one of the very recent thing is during this covid time also the companies who already have put the smart devices or connected their employees through those machine were able to survive and of course so what it means by sitting at my home i am able to connect to various machines uh, get the data about it and i can know what will happen to that machine so maybe i can take a proactive measure of before a machine may get breaked down or it is true again for uh, aeroplane also you know that it require a maintenance so you can proactively come to know about uh, that machine or those engines manufacturing plant so that is the internet of the thing uh, the third thing i will say the cloud a uh, lot of this data and these things now has been getting put on cloud now the for the cloud what you have to understand that cloud gives you flexibility that is the main thing flexibility in terms of you convert your capex to opex it means you don't pay a certain thing you pay over the years you pay as per use uh, now just to give you example uh, years back in the banks when they started let's say the computerization program they used to buy major hardware boxes and why those were needed because banks when they do the quarter end or year end they have to compute uh, interest for various account now in the day to day operations maybe those transactions volume were not that high but during those quarter end or year end the transaction volumes were very high and they need those boxes for those days so if you notice bank it team used to buy those boxes but they were fully utilized only maybe 20 or 30 days in a year on other days that machine was idle but you have to buy it because you have to do the quarter end or year end now cloud has provided that flexibility that as such you don't have to buy all those things on for 31st march or your 31st october or whatever that time you can provision that you can get that computing power from various cloud providers and use that uh, computing power and release back so this is what the big banks even for the uh, people who wanted to do a startup many times they used to do a planning because you know if you building a software you have to have those machines and you don't know how much will be the volume how much it will go up now those uh, those young people they need not buy those machines if they have a idea they can develop something they can uh, get space provision on the cloud by the various companies which are offering try that and if that idea picks up more volume comes up uh, they can buy more and it's pay per use so that has given a lot of flexibility to the existing establishment as well as for the new players who are coming and they just pay as per the use so this is the cloud and uh, when i started saying data internet of the thing and cloud and all this is leading to the good use of artificial intelligence which is the fourth pillar artificial intelligence according to me has come maybe during 1960 during allen turing time only it started something uh maybe that time the idea was to start with 
you look at the previous data and predict what will happen. And that was in some ways was getting used for inventory management and many other things. But it was mainly the prediction of the thing. And uh, the logic to use the artificial intelligence was complex because a human was supposed to give the logic to a machine based on which it used to act. Let me take an example here. So what it means, how a cat looked like, somebody has to tell this, this can be the smiling cat type of logic. You provide that logic and based on that machine will identify. Over a period of time, it became very complicated. Uh, and sometime then AI winter has come, what it means not much activities was happening. Further in last few years, reinforcement or the machine learning has come. Now the, here the difference is you feed the data to the machine and machine learns on its own. So if you notice the various other pillar, be it uh, availability of lot of data, availability of the internal of the thing, which is again adding to the lot of smart data and the cheap computing power, by these things being available, now you can feed to the machine, let's say the various photograph of a cat, be it a smiling cat, running cat, uh, cat in different countries, machine is learning on its own. So as the saying goes, you know, you, know, you, you give somebody fish to eat or you teach that person how to fish. Uh, same applies here. Now here, machine is learning on its own and they are becoming smarter. And all those things are related. More the data, you can give more those pictures to the machine, it becomes smarter and smarter, and the accuracy and prediction level are going up. So Vijay, as they said, these are the four pillars of digital transformation. Uh, I call them the asset formula, artificial intelligence, cloud, internet of the thing, and data. Fantastic, Rakhtim. So my next question is about, uh, you know, right, COVID has changed the entire business perspective. There will be new normal. So how do you think about the digital transformation strategies and roadmap journeys and implementations? So my question is all about, right, why, why there is a failure uh, and how to watch out for a digital transformation journey, uh, especially in the implementations roadmap? Okay, it's a very good question uh, and thank you. Yeah. See, so, so till now I have talked about the technologies and uh, yeah, so anybody can apply those technologies and maybe that was a mistake happened earlier. Uh, if I talk of maybe from year 2000 onwards, uh, when mobile came, websites came and we have seen the internet thing, people came, many companies started launching their website and mobile apps and you know they started providing those experience and everybody thought that is what has taken them to the digital world that is what the outside in view which in a way was correct but i call it more of a lipstick on the pig in the sense your whole back end what was there was still not transformed somehow and i still emphasize on that somehow your launch a website or a mobile app and provided that experience and you have not solved the other problem which i call the 
wise problem w i s c wise problem uh, i'll explain a little bit of that because those were not solved so what happens technology is a enabler unless you solve the underlying problems and where which i have seen and as part of my research also i have uh, gone through those case studies so let me take me through the wise what does it mean w here stands for knowing your why means why your company is there what it wanted to do if i take example of let's say netflix now netflix is started by renting dvds that was the first thing post that they disrupted their own model by not renting dvd but streaming the movies and again they disrupted their own model though they are streaming the movies they are now creating their original content so now if you see according to me for netflix the main aim was the why was they wanted to provide entertainment in the hand of user that was their aim now earlier maybe it was through dvd streaming movies original content they created house of card which was very successful based on the user experience and feedback so this was according to me for the netflix similarly for the apple and microsoft the thing was that before that big machines used to be there so maybe their aim was they wanted to give that computing power in the hand of common customer so that you know you don't have to buy a big machine you you get a smartphone in your hand and by which you can do many things so and that is where they keep on innovating uh, similarly for the nike if i say for them the main aim is to make you healthy manufacturing shoes is part of it but by having shoes and which can help you how many calories you have burned and those smart shoes and by in which some chip is embedded so that you can while jogging running you can uh, you know listen to the music so that is the why part of it which is very important so that when you are transforming you know what was your aim second part is i in why i say which is integration with external world your customer looks for a solution not for a product alone so unless you are integrated with the ecosystem and if i we take a quick example it can be if you notice in all our either iphone or android phone you will find a app center now those apps are not necessarily developed by either the apple or google it's app center they have just make it smooth that any developer who has a good idea and who can do coding as per their defined standard can put their a uh, game or any other app and many times uh, you will see that uh, people are taking that phone and they are busy using those app center and that is a good revenue model but as i said again these are not developed by uh, by a company it is in the ecosystem they have created and integrated with that ecosystem uh, by which it is succeeding third part on the wise is silos uh, which is true for many organizations so uh, and it can i can go on length of talking about that but i'll limit to say that you'll realize that in many companies there are data silos there are different departments and many times ceo is the aggregator things will not work in that way now something has happened uh, because uh, in some cases i have seen that uh, the different department started their 
computerization journey if i say or automation journey at different point of time so each group has decided on its own the website and various other things but for the customer uh, if you if he go try to search for a bank website he will find that bank is offering him the banking services bank is offering him uh, trading stock trading services and insurance services but all those websites are different think of it what is the customer experience the the reason why it has happened because there are silos silos in the back end and for the customer yeah those websites are there but there's a plethora of the things so the siloed experience doesn't help so that you have to solve and e is the environment and culture which again is a very important thing now in this creative and knowledge industry you just cannot go by the standard which were valid on the manufacturing industry so what does it mean many times we you know we measure how many defects per thousand you know whatever the equipment you have assembled or cars you have created how many defects were there now in the knowledge industry it's not true so what it means uh, if if the job and first i will say what was what maybe sir henry ford also said that if they have asked the customers what they wanted that they would have said better horses but he came out with a car and similarly if we take off steve job uh, for him uh, maybe if he has taken or applied the thing which was happening earlier uh, a better phone with a better voice and video quality but he thought of something different so the culture the culture and the team what you recruit the way you do recruitment and the the way you do the training inside the appraisals inside that need to get changed because if you just keep on looking of let's say a graduation degree maybe that will not help uh, because you wanted to create something new now that new is was not there and that's why you are hiring new people so that culture part also need to go uh, undergo change as i said the wise thing know your why integration with the ecosystem the silos beat the department silos data silos policy silos and environment and culture these four things you have to focus out it and i'll go to the extent of saying it's more of a inside out approach you know you you have to clean up your house and then only the other pillars of technology will help you uh thanks raktim for sharing uh, your insights especially uh, on on this uh, the emerging technologies so my, my next question uh, uh, what i'll do is i'll stop here right because of this time uh, i'll just conclude it right now raktim okay okay yeah uh thank thanks raktim uh, for joining us and sharing your valuable insights uh, on digital transformation industry 4.0 and emerging technologies uh, and sharing your valuable uh, suggestions and inferences for uh, the uh, scenarios in uh, on the markets uh, and digital transformation pillars of digital transformation and finally how to go to the digital transformation journey thank you very much raktim thanks vijay for inviting and looking forward for uh, more and i you know it's 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 my privilege to be on your platform thank you thank you